Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Watch, they're gonna they're gonna put out a new episode. They're gonna, they're just gonna, do something. They're gonna say something. <laughs> well, guys, welcome back to episode thirty-eight of the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast. This is your host Walter, and I am at twenty-nine eighty-eight Tag Soup Lane. I I got a, a guest here who is uh, I'm popping his freaking cherry, y'all. His podcast podcast cherry. Uh, good buddy of mine. We're gonna talk to him the rest of the day, but uh, before we get to to that. Just want to say, guys, we've been seeing some incredible feedback on the podcast. It's been a blast to be able to interact with all of you and everybody who's who's written in and said, hey, I enjoy this or I enjoy that. It's great. I love hearing that feedback. I only ask one thing. We have a goal of getting to 50 five-star reviews by the end of this year. We're at 30. If y'all could help us by putting that, that review into the form or putting that compliment into the form of review, that would make my day. But – before we get started, I'd like to, to briefly thank our partners of this podcast, Wild Edge Incorporated, maker of the stepladder. You've heard about it all the time. It's a great product. Please check them out at www.wildedgeinc.com. Also, Bow Hunter. You know what? You want to do this one? You listen to the podcast. Give, give the Bow show. Bow Hunter Box Club. Yep. That's all I know. What, what is it? It's a box full of goodies. Comes. Comes every month. Every month. Probably get that mic just a buzz touch or too close. Am, yeah. I, too, am to I too loud? To Am you. I too loud? No, to oh, you. to me. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Now hey. you're now you're good hey. with that peanut oil. Yeah. Monthly subscription box for bow hunters. We're going to turn you into bow hunter before this is all said and done. Hey, I'm down, man. Let's do it. <laughs> well, yeah, that is the uh, smooth voice of Derek Varnum. Derek and I go back. Um, a while. God, what, like early college years? Yeah, it's a while. Yeah. Yeah, and he's down here. Time. We uh, pretty much our relationship was like hanging out during the summertime. Um, that was like the majority of our time that we hung out was, you yeah. know, during uh, college, during school, taking uh, what was it? Public speaking was the class. Holy cow. Was. Yeah, it was with the old with um, Mr. Bagwell. T-Bag. <laughs> he was an awesome guy. He's the <laughs> smallest man I've ever seen in my entire life. I bet, I'm pretty sure he still shops in like the kids section of like has to Belks. Has to. Awesome like, guy though. He was all a four nine. Yeah. And I never, <laughs> I never saw him wear any kind of nice like clothes. It was always just like bland clothes. He didn't care. He put his money huh? in like going other places and stuff and he was a cool guy. But yeah, so Derek and I, you know, we cut our teeth hanging out in Southeast Georgia. Matter of fact, I met Derek through the same group that I met my wife. Uh, she's the, yeah. Uh, media specialist here at Chasing Tales Outdoors. She created the logo, the intro, the outro, pretty much anything that's impressive about this podcast. She did it herself. Um, but you know, we saltwater fished. You know, sharks. Yeah, we did inshore, a lot of that. southeast Georgia. Um, you were busy in school in Atlanta. 
Yeah, you know? unfortunately. Yeah, so we never really got to do anything outside of that, even though, you know, you were always interested in doing it. I think it was like – I didn't have time, man. You didn't have time. Well, Dude. and it's expensive too. Yeah, and I had to go back to school. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Too so, much time. It was like my life. So, you're, and, you know, so you're, you're done with school now. You're gainfully employed. Yep. You work for the man. Yep, unfortunately. Um, so <laughs> the, the cool thing is – and this is kind of going to be the, the gist of this podcast is going to be uh, we are – getting to share something really unique together you and i and that is you getting involved in things like duck hunting and turkey hunting and 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 deer hunting uh although you kind of were a little familiar with deer hunting as a whole um you know your dad got you out there a little bit Mm -hmm. we'll probably touch on that um but it's been cool because you know i'm by no means an established hunter you know i kind of know what i'm doing i can shorten the learning curve just because I've done stupid shit and I can tell you don't do this this is bad you know <laughs> it's like, anybody can tell you that putting a fork in a light socket is yeah. a bad idea you know or, yeah it uh, just takes one time right? <laughs> yeah. all you have to do is witness somebody else do it and you yeah know, and you're like, oh I and I listen and I listen to all kinds of uh, awesome podcasts uh, so oh yeah you know there's a lot of information that I can tell you that other people told me but I'm not going to give credit to who that is oh, I'm okay. just gonna okay. I'm gonna spit that in I might start publishing like little articles be like hey 10 ways to kill a deer in South in the Southeast <laughs> and just not credit. The people that, yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. And you're also in addition to, uh, I think you're actually the, there's a lot of firsts. Aren't you like the first buddy outside of Layton that I've had on the podcast? I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah. So you're I the think, first buddy yeah. that I've yeah. had on the podcast outside of Layton. We're probably going to remedy that here shortly. But, uh, in addition to that, you're, what was the other first? Oh, you're the first person to use this new equipment. That's right. Dude, and this is... Your brand new... What is that, Zoom? Yeah, I got a Zoom oh, H6 yeah. here. I got a, I got a freaking uh, headphone amp and a bunch of assorted cables. They said we had to come awesome with headsets. it. Dude, and these headsets are awesome. They're like freaking fighter pilots. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's time to lock in and go. Um, but yeah, so we are here. We are in the house. The ladies, uh, your wife. Now I can say your wife. Yeah, you I can just got married. Wife. Just Congratulations. Got yeah, thank you. It was um, fun. Out. Out. So, yeah, uh, the poochers, he's doing his surveillance. He gets up from his nap and walks around the house to make sure nobody stole anything. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, we have a lot of fun. You know, I think last year you and I started really, like, actually hunting together. And that that started with duck hunting. But for everybody here, why don't you give everybody in here, I mean, listening to the podcast, obviously, what do you, why don't you give everybody kind of like a breakdown of, you know, prior to you and I really getting after it, what was your involvement in the outdoors? Oh, man. It was it was like a couple times a year. But also, like, it wasn't about really hunting. It was like my dad, spending time with my dad. So, I mean, I have some, like, funny stories about my dad trying to duff hunt and, and stuff like that and quail hunt when I was just I just walking with him. But uh, we, we used to deer hunt before, but like I said, it was, it was slim to none. I mean, it, we would hunt, but, yeah, and then I would – my majority of my time was either playing baseball or it was with Boy Scouts, spending time in the woods and stuff. But other than that, that's about it. I mean, we used to there – there was one funny story. My dad was dove hunting, and he just blasted a tree limb. And I was just <laughs> <laughs> laughing my ass off. And I was like, shut up, boy. <laughs> so, it was, man. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, we I, I would spend time with him in the woods sometimes. Whenever we had the chance, he was just really busy. And he was always working. He's a working man. Yeah. So, I mean, it was – but it was still fun. But I've always wanted to do more. But I just never had time. Or, I, or how about this? I never made time. Well, I think I think also you you were kind of limited as well. I mean, like yeah. by the time that you had the ability to go off and oh, do these yeah, things, on your, if you don't have a mentor, this is something no, I've actually yeah. been chewing on. Yeah. If you don't have, and I'm not saying I'm your mentor by any means, of imagination, <laughs> uh, any stretch of the imagination. What I'm saying though is, if you don't have a mentor, it's very hard to go out and do those things. You don't know what you're doing. There's you have to have an extreme level of confidence or ability to obtain information. That's kind of yeah. hard to do. Um, you know, you kind of witness that, tur- you know, scouting turkeys by yourself. Yeah. Well, now it's not that hard. I mean, we have YouTube. Right. We have all this stuff. Right. Well, you got the internet now yeah. too. And you and I are coming up. The internet wasn't like a. Yeah. Uh, but it was. It was it's, it's nothing like getting actually getting out there. Right. I mean, like just today, we learned. I learned a lot. So. So you, it sounds like you spent the majority of your time, uh, kind of doing some fringe activities, no deer or big game type no. things. Um, like I said, game. we would. Yeah, we would. We would spend. You know, shooting squirrels. Obviously, with twenty twos out in the yard was. You know, that I always used to do that. But, Hell yeah, in your uh, boxers, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got one, woo! Uh, um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, whenever we did hunt, it wasn't like, it was your typical box stand. We would just go up into a box stand and wait. Right. And then I wasn't, I was so young, I wasn't understanding what was going on. Like, right. I was like, okay, I'm just waiting for, you know, some random 
random deer to come at me. And right. I'm just, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, my dad used to hunt a lot. Right. He, over in California, when he, he used to go all around, all around the world. And when he got stationed in California, he used to do a lot of backcountry hunting. But for some weird, mysterious reason, he, I, I don't know if he lost, lost the drive, but he was just, yeah, I'm just going to go to the box stand just sitting here. Yeah. I was like, okay. You know, I'm, I, I was so young. I didn't, I didn't question it. Now I'm like, damn, dad. Like, Why'd, hell, you man? Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you stop? Why'd you stop? Like, you could have passed that information down. And now since, it's funny, since now I'm getting into, like, hunting a lot more with you. Right. And uh, it, my dad's kind of, like, opening up these little stories that he's been, you know, kind of squirreled held, away. Yeah, yeah, held back. I don't, I, like I said, I really don't know why he hasn't really. I think, I think there was a, a, a generation, because your dad's kind of old. Oh, like that's not, it's 70, not a jab. He's yeah. 75 this year. So he's old enough that he's only 10 years younger than, 12 years younger than my granddad would have been. Yeah. So um, it's one of those things where I think there was a generation that they went out and did a whole lot of stuff. Cause, and then and then once they were done, they were just kind of tired. Yeah. And then they just kind of lo- settled for like a good little routine of maybe I get up and go hunt squirrels. Maybe I get up and I go do such and such. But uh, too much effort. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's too much for me because my granddad was the same way when he was younger. When my dad was in his real young age, he used to tell me stories about how my dad, would go, my mm-hmm. grandpa would go, Papa would take him, would go deer hunting. But by the time that dad came of age, Papa was exhausted. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't witness that so much with my dad, but my dad kind of was like your dad in the sense that he did a little bit of everything and yeah. nothing extremely well. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he never he was never yeah. into jack of all trades. Yeah. If if you needed to put food on the table. If you needed to put food on the table, he was your guy because if you give him a shotgun and an assorted variety of shells, he's probably bringing home some kind of weird meat. <laughs> yeah. You know, Something just don't ask what on. it is. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, he he was on the side of the road. You know, he, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't that guy that uh, you know always shot a big deer. He shot yeah. deer consistently. Yeah. He you know uh, I tell you what, he could squirrel hunt like hell. And when it came to wing shooting, my dad was killer when it came to wing shooting. My um, dad wasn't. It was no. hilarious. <laughs> it was no, my dad's a crack shot. And he passed he that, that that genetic skipped me and went straight to my little brother. Yeah. He he can't hit the broadside of the if you give him a rifle and you put the barrel up against the barn <laughs> and he pulls the trigger, the barrel would leave oh, like something yeah. would happen and he'd miss the barn. Now, you give him a That's shotgun, hilarious. you take that barn and you move it at hundred miles an hour, you'll hit it. He, he's just gonna yep. one hand that joker and just blah and he's yep. gonna, you know, wreck it. I mean, he's just when it comes to movement and a shotgun, he's got it. I'm kind of the same way. Like for me, still hunting is weird. I, it's well, it's not weird. It's I don't know. It's it's hard for me to gauge when my jerkiness and like when my shaking is going to when that point is going to hit right. where I wanted to hit. When I'm in the movement or the process. So you're of talking movement. about like when you're taking a crosshair and putting it on. Something. Yeah. So yeah. like when I see a deer out like 180 yards, right. You know, I, I'm going to be shaking. Right. But it's hard for me to gauge when I need to pull the trigger when right. I'm shaking. Right, right, right. Or, I mean, yeah, I can slow my heart rate down, but right. I'm still going to be freaking shaking. Right. But when I'm moving, when I'm in the process or it's, swinging it on something, steady. I'm steady. Yeah. Like, and, I'm, and plus, I'm not watching my my uh, my bead. I'm watching the thing out in front of me, whatever it is, a clay right. target, a bird, right. whatever it is. Right. So it's, it's I guess. It's, it's I, just I, a different I tra- mental game. Yeah, it's a different mental game. Layton, Layton can do both. He's yeah, incredibly see. talented. He can settle that pin. My wife. Best oh, marksman yeah. I've ever seen you in my entire about life. That. I don't know if she'd do so well with a shotgun. I, I just don't. I, I, like, I have an idea that know. she you might. Need to, you need to take her out there. Yeah, she I mean, one day she clays. she's a little she's a little hesitant because it kicks a little harder. Yeah. And, and and but uh, I think I think once she pulls the first trigger, when she, she shot pulls a shotgun. One, before, oh, has she? She just doesn't like it. What does she? I think shoot? what I'm gonna was do. I've got a double. Yeah, it was a twelve. Oh, but it was it was a trap load. It was like it was a dove load. Oh, okay. So it didn't kick, and it was a heavy gun. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna reverse it. I've got a double barrel four ten in there, so I'm gonna use a four ten next time. Nice. And we'll take that. And it's a twenty eight, dude. I we shot a twenty twenty eight. We shot a twenty eight on John Paul's. Shout out! Shout out to John Paul on his dock. That thing was badass. I did not know you could reach out that far with a twenty eight. Yeah. It was amazing. That 410 that I have in there is a 24-inch barrel 410. It's a uh, Stevens, which is an old Ooh. gun, old gun. Uh, it's a 410 side by side, and I used to outshoot buddies that were using a 12 gauge with that 410 at long range. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, awesome. I know because we we were playing knockout on on his dock, and with I firearms? just like yeah. Well, it's like, like we, we what like, is your version of knockout? Because so my knockout's like you you trade blows. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> have you ever played the the basketball game knockout in basketball? Of no. 
It's, it's called knockout. Where you, no, where you, have, you, have, you have two basketballs, and one person shoots, and if they miss, and the other person makes it before the, before oh, the yeah. first person shoots. We called that, that being a dick. We didn't have a name for that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you take that same concept in the shooting. We have two guys next to each other. One guy is designated the first. other guy is designated the second. Then we have a right. guy on the – in John Paul's case, the dock was elevated, so sometimes we would have it down on the right. bottom just for safety, or sometimes we will have like 30 feet apart right. of the two right. guys, and he would be in the middle. And so, yeah, so – I was like, I want, I want this twenty-eight, man. I just want to see what it does, and I, it was, it was awesome. Right. It was a lot of fun, and it beat a lot of people with that little twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I want, I want the twelve now. <laughs> so we, we kind of digressed there a little bit and kind of chased after something we were yeah. talking about. You know, kind of. Yeah, it's okay. That's fine. It, I'm sure it was entertaining to somebody. Um, but you, your dad didn't take you out doing a whole lot of stuff. No. Where where did you did you when did you find yourself having a desire to go out and do some of these things? And and obviously we're not knocking your dad. It's just no no, no 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 no. But I also you know I'm taking it back on me. Like maybe like uh, I think around that time I really didn't show like emotionally like I, I didn't show it outward. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah I loved it inside but I really didn't I don't express it. Yeah. So maybe sure. my dad was like oh maybe he's not really enjoying what's happening right now. So probably that could have been a reason why he yeah, maybe. didn't fully. Pursue, yeah. Well, you know, it's always my fucking fault. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're married, so I'm just trying to throw criti- you know, criticism out there because my, you know, yeah. My fault, so, you know? but it's so just a little bit of both. So even at a young age, you wanted to be involved in deer and, and duck hunting. When when did that become? Was it? It shifted. It definitely shifted. Yeah. At one point, I just didn't care. Yeah. Because like I was too busy doing me. Like it's there was a long run. Like after the Boy Scouts, um, and were you an Eagle Scout? No, I was not. not I'm and I've. I'm still to this day mad at myself because I was one I'm away. Not. I was a heart. I'm not. I was a heart, man. I was there. I spent all that time. Yeah. And I think uh, it, it was a situation happened in my life where it kind of like it wrecked me for a year. So it was it, divorce. Like typically, I was ten years old, and it was so. After that, it was kind of like I was bouncing back and forth between between two states for a while. So and then I really got into sports. I was into sports before, um, but at that time, I was really getting into a lot of golf. And so I got, my focus was completely somewhere else. Like it was either on golf or on baseball, or it was just trying to get like trying to figure out what was going on in the whole situation. But uh, and then when I was in Atlanta, when I went up here, it, man, college was just ridiculous. And it was, I didn't have any time. I was constantly in studio. I was studying architecture, and it was I, there was absolutely no time. The only time I had was to get out and go fish on a lake, and that was it. And, uh, you know, I didn't know anybody. And at that time, yeah, I wanted to get into hunting, but I was I was kind of, like, uh, intimidated. I was like, God damn, what the hell? Like, I, I know how to be in the woods. I, kn- I know what to do. I know how to, like, you know, I know how to not get lost, you know. And I know what the – it's not really – So what was the big – what was the big uh, – It was you, man. Well, no, I was going to say, well, like, what was the big thing that held you back? Oh. What do you think oh, was, like, the was one the thing, thing that held you back? Because you're saying you had all this knowledge, you had all this time. Well, what? knowledge was kind of a strong word. I mean, I had knowledge about woods. You know, I, I knew what to do and not – well, I knew what not to do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I knew how to survive, like, come out, and then I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, how to catch a fish, how to start a fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got exactly. you, got you, got you. You know what I mean? Like, survival skills. Woodsmanship. But, yeah, but, it, but what to look for? The signs, you know? Uh, obviously, you know, you know, you can look down and see tracks, but, like, there's a lot more to it. What do the tracks tell you? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Like, how big it is, where is it going? Da, 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 da. Is it, you know, all, all those different things. Um what was the question? What was the question was, was like, what was the? What was the? It, well, you already answered the question. The first question was like, what was the thing holding you back? Ah, uh, and then I guess intimidation. Intimidation. I think if you really want to go down to it, it's intimidation. Yeah, it, I wonder. It's just, it's just me not like me not getting the confidence to say, hey, let's go do this, or you know, or just me looking at some maps. Because now looking back, like, because I mean, I I do have a, a, a harder drive, but now I'm looking at maps like, oh, I can go here and like turkey hunt. You know what I mean? Like, or I can. Oh, like I went scouting last weekend. I I, I know I know what the, you know. Like I'm gonna like this year I'm gonna post up on this on this little oak hill where this little orchard is and see if, see what I can't do. So, well, so so like it makes me wonder because one of the things that I've been discussing with a, you know a couple of my buddies is, you know, uh, well, and you know I've discussed this some too. Um, mm-hmm. The lack of hunters, we're losing hunters. Yeah. Um, see, but <sighs> so but okay, so I know where you're going with this, and we can <laughs> and we can, and we can go down this. Yeah. I, I've thought about this. <laughs> we can go about this after. Like I feel like. That's a non second yeah, right yeah, now. So yeah, let's, let's yeah. hit the one. Right. I wonder what, what you if if you can provide insight, valuable insight as to why people don't get involved in the outdoors. Because if you look at our community as a whole, look at the nation as a whole, you have this huge health push, right? Yeah. You've got all these videos. You go on Netflix; they just dropped one called well, Rotten. I, got, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Um, 
so they're, they're pushing, you know, all the food that you're eating. It's not growing in your backyard, so it's probably not healthy for you because yeah. X, Y, and Z, these mass farm pigs, all of it. <laughs> we have uh, in these cultural epicenters, like these cultural epicenters like Los Angeles, they're clamoring for wild game, wild yeah. fruits, wildly raised animals, stuff like that, right? <laughs> so you have society. I feel like, you know, you have these, like, these ebbs and flows. I, I see life and society as a pendulum, right? Yeah. And the pendulum swings left and right. And sometimes you can hold something up. Uh, naturally for a little while, but when that pendulum does swing back, and it will, it's going to swing back harder, right? Yeah. And I think as as we've progressed into a uh, what we've probably would deem like a modern or advanced modern civilization with mm-hmm. concrete structures and yeah. interwebs and all that stuff, I feel like during that time, the pendulum was swinging away from being engaged in nature, and it was more of technological advancement and science and all these different mm. things. You know, the TV comes out, yeah. the phone comes out, all these different things start happening. Internet. And, yeah, all right, yeah all tr- mass transportation, yeah. you know? You know, think about mass transportation. Mass transportation in the in the in the late eighteen eighteen uh, hundreds was, was train or a wagon. But more importantly, <laughs> it allowed for the company spam to become a thing because yeah. now they could take meat uh, in mass, turn it into some byproduct, slap it into a can, and then ship it, it non-perishable, was, all the way out well, in yeah, freaking but, Wyoming. Yeah, it was that. It was also the way they stored it right. too. How, how they cooled it was Correct. also revolutionary too. Yeah. So. so you have technology moving where the ease of accessing food and the ease and the in the and, and the time that you would typically spend putting into that food, uh, I feel like it was diminished. And, and mm. quickly, I mean, hell, in the, there was a movie uh, not too long back where they were like, they were predicting the microwave. And they didn't even yeah. realize it. it was like this little little disc and it was a pizza. Yeah. And they throw it in the microwave and they hit go and 10 seconds later it's a, it's a large pizza, yeah. right? So the the pendulum has swung. I don't want to digress too far, but no, the cool. pendulum has swung away from being involved in the acquisition of your own foods to writing a check, which we've heard a lot of people say, cutting a check for somebody else to do that for you yeah. so that you can go off and do your own thing, which is an awesome thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. We no. wouldn't have modern medicine. We wouldn't have a lot of these things yeah. if somebody wasn't able to provide that, and I get that. But I wonder if that pendulum hasn't reached its, its swinging point on one side, and mm. now we're starting to see it kind of come, come back, back yeah. because uh, well, you're seeing you're seeing it's the it's the domestication of, of 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 everything, and it's also like how like hell tilapia. I mean, are you kidding me? So it's what it, do you mean? I mean, it's, just, it's the, the one of the biggest farm farmed fish in right. the world. So, and I don't think there's even what. I, is there even a wild tilapia? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, think I mean, yeah, but I mean, how I, I slim to none, you know? Like, no, I mean, no, no, they're everywhere. Well, I mean, well, okay, well, how much of that are you going to eat compared to? The, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and it probably tastes a little different too. Almost yeah. everything does. I mean, it probably tastes a little bit better. Who knows? It might, yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I was trying to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's one of those things, though. We're, we're both going in a certain direction, and that is. I think there is a renaissance happening where people want to be engaged in nature. Okay, you've got technology, you've got technology bombarding you with stuff, right? You've got dopamine rushes from all your social media. You've got yeah. all this thing that's pulling you in so many different ways. And I feel like there's this renaissance of disconnecting, right? You're starting to see it, like hashtag delete Facebook, right? Yeah. Uh, people yeah, are that, unplugging that, themselves. Yeah, that's been huge. Right, the past they're cutting weeks. the cable. They're not just sitting in front of the TV anymore. Now I'm sure they're, you know, some people are replacing that with Netflix. But you see this massive push to make it into the outdoors, right? Hiking is becoming a thing. National parks are becoming a thing. So I, I see all this this move towards being in nature, right? This engagement that's happening. Also, let's not forget, we're also becoming more environmentally aware. Every yeah, day that true. goes on, we're becoming more environmentally aware, and we're aware, and we get these documentaries that are telling us that basically these mass pig farms that we have and these mass chicken farms are, t- are, are polluting them. Yeah. Freak out of, the, out of the environment around and downstream. Agreed. So I wonder... And I felt, and this is one of the reasons I started the podcast. I feel like there's an, uh, there's an opportunity here to be capitalized. I feel like there's an opportunity to take these people who are desperate for this clamor, uh, the clamoring for an a engagement in the wild that would be in, interested in hunting, but they 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 see some of the same blockades that you do to getting involved. Yeah. And what can we do to address that? Uh, man, I totally okay. So while you're talking about this, a thought, or not really a thought, a memory came into my mind. So I work at a firm in Atlanta, actually in Alpharetta. And I had a, and I, I've been talking about hunting, going hunting with you, duck hunting, and he's right. and he's kind of sits in a cubicle away from me, and but he's he's overheard me talking about you know how much fun it is and like oh I'm going turkey hunting this, you know the the we went yes we, we went today but you know I was talking to him last week about it, and he came up to me one day and he was like man like I would love to go hunting with you, and I'm like okay cool yeah and he was like I, I really haven't been out been in the woods though I really haven't spent any time in the woods I really don't know what I'm doing but what I would love to do is to go get my own food. I was like, whoa, 
Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then so and then I've, uh, there's a few there's a few people I can name where that situation is the same thing where they just want to have know where their food's coming from and so they can trust it, you know? Right. So Absolutely. It, and, yeah, because and, then, and that kind of ties into what I was saying. Yeah, about exactly. Bot, yeah. Uh, so I feel kind of bad because I'm like, man, like I'm still trying to learn. You know, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things and, you know, critically think about what I'm doing in the woods and then I have to worry about somebody else, you know, and, and right. decisions that I make will adversely affect him and what's happening. Right. So, I, so yeah, there's another intimidation side coming in too. It's like not only do I have to worry about myself, but I also have to worry about this other guy coming right. in with me and I'm – also responsible for him. So, so what can we do? What like, and and I don't necessarily expect you to have like the, the holy grail of the solution. But I've been I've been wondering because I've been watching you, and you don't have you have certain barriers to entry, and I wonder what can we do to provide other people with that opportunity. Man, it's just, uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, what would have made your life the easiest? What would have made my yeah. life the easiest? Out of college, out of college, right? Out of college, coming out of college, what would have made your life the easiest to get you into the outdoors doing things you wanted to do? Well, I mean, I already had an outdoor background. So for me, he doesn't have an – he really doesn't have an outdoor background, but he has the drive to do it. But I think for me it would have been what's happening now, just going out there and doing it. You know, like just going out there and turkey hunting and just moving around or not even turkey hunting, it could be deer hunting, just learning by example. I think that's how I learn best is by actually doing the pro- like doing the process right. and learning from I mean, learning from mistakes. You know, like okay, I know what happened. I you know, you critically think about what happened in that hunt or what happened right. in that day and you're like, okay, maybe things changed, maybe I, I did this wrong or I should have he winded me or whatever. I need to go up on this ridge, I need to come around. You know, it's just different. I, I feel like that's how I learn better. So I really I really don't know what to say as far as just go out there and do it or have or how it holds like a huge group and just go out there in the woods. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. And, I, don't, and I don't know how to. So we have these programs that are taking people out and in, introducing them to the outdoors. Hmm. Uh, one of the major uh, national organizations that does this is called R3. It's, um, I think I've ever heard of R3. And, and, and the R3 stands for three R's, and that is uh, recruiting, retaining, and reactivating. Mm-hmm. Okay? So uh, you've got introducing new hunters, bringing old hunters back into the fold, yeah. uh, trying so, to recruit that new generation. Yeah, so I'll be the trying to bring the, you know, the hunter back in. Right. <laughs> so you're talking – so I'm thinking about this from your standpoint, okay? And this was – and uh, what's happening is we're taking these new hunters out, and they're not returning, even though they mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. And I feel like part of that is – you can't just take somebody hunting once no, or twice or three times. There's a mentorship that has to yeah, form there. Exactly. And I feel like what we have to do is is pair new hunters up mm. or previous hunters up with good mentors. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I really don't like, and you kind of hinted at this earlier, I really don't like the idea that I'm your hunting mentor because I, yeah. it's not, I, I'm not, I'm no. not the authority no, on no, something no, like no, that. No, but, but, but I will say I always respect somebody that knows more than me or like, or, you know, if, Especially if we're out in the woods, I trust you more. It, you know, be, obviously because you obviously know more than me, I feel like you know what you're doing a lot more than me. So obviously I'm going to listen to your word over, over what I'm thinking. But, you know, now there will come that time where I'm like, no, dude, like, I, th- I think we need to go down here or, you know, whatever. And then so then we'll kind of like, you know, talk about it like we always do. You know, we always break down critically, okay, why do you think you want to go down here? Or why do you think you want to go to this direction? Or why do you think you want to set up here? Or we're in duck hunting, why do you think you want to set up on this side of the wind when really the wind's blowing the other way? So... Yeah. Well, and, and and yeah, and you, I think you just touched on what I was saying is when you say you have an idea, I ask a why. I don't tell you no. No, yeah, exactly. You know, I say, hey, which is how why do you want to do this? There has to be a reason why right. you do something, right? Right. And you have to be, you have to. I think when you're in the woods, you always always have to critically think about what you're doing. Right. Like, I mean, you just can't go in there blindly. Just oh, I'm just going to sure. Like, you, so you just, so is it is it the fa- is the fact that simply you had someone else going with you. Was that enough for you to take the massive amount of money that you put into yes. these things? It that was. was enough. It was. The confidence to know somebody else yeah, was there. Exactly. Like, well, yeah, but also like learning. And now right. eventually, like I feel a lot more comfortable. Even today, like I learned a sh- crap ton today. So you I cuss. feel you cuss. I learned a shit ton. Today. There you go. There so you I feel go. like you know I went scouting last weekend. And I really didn't know what I was doing, but I was out there just walking, and I found some things. And I've also learned that there was no turkeys calling that whole day, and I got went freaking ten miles. Right. <laughs> so. But what happened today, I learned tremendously, and I can apply that back there. Even though it's a different type of terrain, and obviously it's going to be a different bird, and he's going to react differently, but still, like, the concept of it still applies. The concept, you just have to apply that concept to something else. Like, 
you know, you, you, yeah, you, I, you I take, think you take the wholeness and then you have to apply it to certain things, right? Right. So I, I also wonder, like, what causes – so it's important to come up with a solution, right? And I feel like the solution is, you know what? I'm going to back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many times would you have to go with someone to have achieved enough confidence to continue pursuing it on your own? Think Man. about that for a second, because are you just specifically talking about me and me alone, or, yeah, you as, personally. A, or as a, a whole? You, okay. you personally, because you can't speak for other people. No, and because it, like because and somebody could be twenty, right? And, <laughs> and you're you're someone that I consider moderately confident in your ability to do something. Like your car breaks down, you're on YouTube, you're looking at it, and if it's something that doesn't require like a mass spectrometer or something to put together, or I don't smoke know what is that coming does, out of your fist. And yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. why. That's a whole different story. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, we saw Ford blow apart. Anyways. Uh, or actually, we saw a Toyota. It was a Toyota today, yeah. and I'm, I'm referencing. Yeah, well, let's, let's not. Let's All not right, yeah. <laughs> um, you're a moderately confident person. Yeah, and I see you as someone who should be able. You know, you 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 YouTube a problem, you solve that problem. If it, unless it's not something that is just so time consuming, or you know, the tools are so one time that you might not. It's not justifying going and having it fixed, right? So what would it take for you? What level of investment? How much time would it take for you to be taken turkey hunting, be mentored, and then that person be like, all right, good luck to you. And then you would go after it with the same fervor tomorrow as you did that day when you went with it. How many times? Me personally, I would say, including today, probably like another four days. Like, I mean – because every day is a learning experience, right? So we may shoot a bird. I may not. But as long as I get the confidence to know what I'm looking at and know what I'm looking for and know what to hear and know the ins and outs. See, and then that's where responsibility lies on me, right? So then I have to do my own homework and feel like, okay, how do I to talk to this bird? How am I supposed to, you know, communicate with this guy? I have to take that on. And that's like kind of that, – that can, that can be an infield, an infield thing. Or you can also take that out and do some reading and practice – and work on the call. So another five times, and then I feel like, you know, obviously I'll be calling you up, like, hey, man, I have this situation. Like, like what do you think? I, I have this idea. What do you think of it? And then we'll, like, break down ideas. Like, no, Derek, I think you, you know, yeah, it's, it is a good idea, but I think, you know, in this situation you need to apply this instead of what you're going to do or something else, you know. So am I hearing correctly that basically there's, there's not a set time, number of things no. that you need? It's I, more of – I mean, I threw out a wild five. A, I mean, it could be right. six. It could be seven. But, like, I feel like if I just get more time in with someone that knows more than me and I feel comfortable with that person and I feel confident and I feel I trust that person, then I obviously it's going to respect what they say and respect what I'm hearing. So – that, but you may not, you may not feel that as well because you're, I mean, because, I mean, hell, we all call people, right? So, I mean, I guess that could be a confidence thing on both ends. So, or it could be a wisdom, or it could be you're a wisdom, seeking, you see, being you, aware yeah, enough yeah, exactly. to seek wisdom. Yeah. If I dropped you off today where we hunted, if I said, hey, I'm going to drop you off here, I'm going somewhere else, would you do it? I would be comfortable in that. Why? Because the fact I've been there. Okay, so it's the familiar, so familiarity. So, so with I think that this conversation area. builds a little bit. It goes, it goes further than just mentorship. There's also a component of setting that person up, perhaps, with a piece of property that they're familiar with yeah, that they can go. Going. So, so here, so here's what I, where I, where I'm getting at with this. I saw a hunt the other day. I don't know if it was an R3 hunt. Okay, mm-hmm. I can't. I don't want to like yeah. no, slander yeah, yeah, that organization. That's not my intent. I saw a hunt where they took new hunters hunting, and they took them to this outfit. This is new young hunters, or is like like our age? Uh, they were like teenagers. Oh, okay, teenage females. Um absolutely enamored with this idea there. What do I need to hear? What do I need to hear? Y'all, y'all, y'all. This is a cool idea. This is a bad idea. Okay, I really enjoyed this. And then they took them out and they slaughtered turkeys. I mean, it was a, wow. a freaking bloodbath, okay? <laughs> they just slaughtered turkeys. And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. They got to shoot a Rio and something else each. Wow, um, and it was awesome, right? So I'm looking at this. I'm like, okay, you have somebody who's jacked up and passionate, right? They're, they're, they're desperate for information. You put them out there and you give them an experience on an outfitter. So now uh, they have to overcome the stigma that comes with public land. They yeah. have to go out and find pub- a private property because yeah. those are the only two properties, I feel right? Like that's so, 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 I'm what are we friend. doing to, to, to take that person? Because you don't also, you probably don't want to take a person on pri- pri- public land no. for their first hunt no. because it can be a, a, a nightmare, <laughs> right? Especially a younger yeah. person. So, how. 
maybe a component of this is, hey, here's how fun hunting can be, right? And then here's here's what we're doing. But then I think there also has to be a mentorship that happens where we take them and say, hey, here's a piece of land or, or, hey, you need to find private land. Come with me. I'm going to show you how to knock on doors. Yeah. Okay, and and you mentor them as I feel like we give them we give them the experience. We show them what gear they need, yeah. and then we don't. What's well, a balance? We right? fling them out there, and, and we're like, "Hey, go do it." And they're like, "Where? Well, what terrain am I?" Yeah, exactly. For? So and if you go to an outfitter, you're not necessarily no. asking all the questions. No, because right? they because they have the answers. Right. right. I they mean, did when I went to an outfitter, I wasn't like, "Hey, why am I hunting here?" Though <laughs> I'm hunting here because you said there's a big exactly. damn buck here. Exactly. You know. <laughs> so I feel like there's there's that learning gap, right? So yes, they had an awesome time. You know, I, n- I haven't seen it, and they had you know a blast, and those kids just had a you know a huge amount of fun killing those turkeys. But at the same time, like you also have to have the other side of the coin. Hey, how did you get to this point where you knew these turkeys were going to get here? What did you do? What was your homework you did? I feel like that also needs to be applied, you know, applied to the to the situation as well. I feel like right now where I am, I would take probably more joy in the learning curve of what they did and how they got there than actually killing the turkey. Just because I want to know, because then I can apply that to somewhere else, and I can have my own fun. You know what I mean? Well, it's kind of yeah, like it's kind of like giving a man a fish he eats for today, feeding, teaching a man how to fish, yeah, and he eats the rest well, of the yeah, life. Exactly, and that's yeah. just how, that's just where I'm. I, you know, I'm not trying to be this all wisdom dude, but that's just where I am now. Sure, like, I, you can speak for yourself confidently. Well, you don't yeah. have to put well, it in the yeah, camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, I, I want to know. I want to know why you did this. Why did you make that decision? Why did you go to this ridge? W- what did you do? Like, like, what was the sign that told you, hey, this is where I need to be? Or w- duck hunting? What made you think that this was the X? What was the what was the concept or idea? And that's what I'm after. But, yeah, I mean, also after to kill, kill the animal, you know, to, to harvest the animal. But I don't know. I, it's also that, like, that challenge. Like, just that, that mental game that you have to play with yourself and also sometimes with, with the animal you want to harvest. So, so you know, I think, there's a, I think it's important to note, and this thought just came to me, is, you know, you, you want to become a new hunter. Uh, not You don't want to become a new hunter. You want to become a hunter. Yeah. You want to be confident well, in what you're doing. I want to get back into right. it. You were willing to drive a pretty much the length of Georgia from North Georgia oh, all the way down legit. to Tallahassee. <laughs> the I mean, long like a, length of Georgia. It's like a six hour, five hour and a half hour drive. Yeah. Right? So you've done that. No, how no, it's a four hour and 45 minutes. You don't do four that. hour and 45 yeah, minutes. If, okay. If you, if you don't do the time stop for gas food. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm looking at this and I'm, and, and I see someone who's eager enough to go. They found somebody who's willing to take them and they're also capable financially yeah. to make several drives down here. Cause we, we started duck hunting. Yeah. That's man, how we, we started things. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. Duck hunting. Man, I fell in love with that. Good right. Lord Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's fun, isn't it? That's that's man, uh, it's some work, but it's man. Once you see those birds drop, it's fun. I I just I wonder though, and it being transparent, I completely lost that train of thought. But yeah. you're talking you about driving the, down. So. Yeah, you have the ability to go. You found someone who's willing to go, and you made the the trek to come down here. Also, I didn't. I haven't taken you out on pieces of property that you don't have the ability yourself to replicate elsewhere. Ah, good point. Okay. That's a problem for some people because some people don't want to come down here and get skunked several weekends in a row. Yeah. Right? Oh, to yeah, learn, exactly. To yeah. learn. Yeah. Right? But see, well, I told you, I, I'm in this place where I'm about why, the, you know, the whole right. Right. concept. So, but, but you were an outdoorsman prior. Mm-hmm. So you take the new person. You take your coworker that you talk to at work. And if yeah. you said, hey, I've got a buddy down in Tallahassee. You've never made him, met him before. I hunt with him all the time. Do you want to come duck hunting with us? How willing do you think that person would be? To come down to here. To come down here and, and spend the time, the effort to pay for an out-of-state license, which you do. Yeah, 50 bucks. Well, oh. a little more than that, but yeah. <laughs> the, for the hunting license, I yeah. mean, the turkey tonight, today was what? How Once, much did you pay? Man, I had the, oppor- or something I like had the opportunity to pay 300 but I wound up paying 200 yeah. and something. Yeah. It was just like, ooh, so, can't so tell you, the you took, you, <laughs> So you, you took time out of your weekend to drive down here. Yeah. You you coughed up a lot of gas money to get down here. Gas money you is cheap for me, though, man. I can go. I can go like the That's whole. That's true. Way. I went That's down true. here on a. But it's still money. Oh yeah. And yeah, not yeah, everybody yeah. has that ability. It was twenty five dollars to fill up my tank. How willing do you think that guy who has no concept of what hunting is, right? Who 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 knows what he has heard about hunting, right? Yeah. yeah human, What's yeah. his impression? How willing do you think he is to willing to drive five five hours? No. No. Yeah. So that's. But, I mean, plus I don't know him that well, but. I would have to say no. I mean, he, man, in the places in this Atlanta, it's so bad up there because it's the WMAs. Oh, I mean, you, well, I, I say that no, you, I can go south. I can go down to Macon where it's flat, and and you can have a good time. Yeah, you might get skunked, but at least it'll be easier terrain for him because we won't be in the in the mountains trying to hunt, hunt you know, whatever hunting, harvest turkeys, you know, what deer or whatever. Um, I say definitely don't start out 
in Upper North Georgia because you got to walk and you got to get away from all those people and all those people in Atlanta. See, are but you're just you're just getting out of, into another, another yeah, another uh, aspect, another barrier to, yeah. to getting into it. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I think so you're the saying there's a lot of barriers. There's I, a, I think there's like a shit ton of barriers. Yeah. There's more barriers than just getting out there. Yeah. The, I think you have to make it relatable for these people. Yeah. I think you have to take people because I've never taken you on private property. I have no. private property I could take you to. Yeah. But it would not teach you anything about how to handle no. public property up there. No. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. So because I mean, it's all that's right. very, you know, so very, these, very specific. So to these, that area, these so. hunts where these kids come to these private pieces of property and they get hooked. Fine. Do that. Yeah. It's, I'm not saying there's a, anything no, no, wrong with that it's, at all. It's a good time. But what I'm also saying is you can't take that person one time and then expect for them to have the the fortitude, perhaps uh, the, the the willingness, the, the drive to say, by God, I liked it so much. I'm going to make sure I can replicate that right here. I'm I'm gonna if I if it takes me six years to figure this shit out. Yeah. I mean you can't expect people to do that no. because that person who's unwilling goes down there and doesn't learn public land etiquette gets lamb blasted by some <laughs> some dude that's been sitting there since four a.m. Yep. They don't know that that dude's just being a dick and they get discouraged. Yeah. Right. Or they're like, okay, well there's state land here and federal land here and I can only hunt here on Sundays and here on Wednesdays and I have to have a permit. Dude, that's that. Yeah. You ever gone through a reg book in another yeah, state? Yeah, it is ridiculous. Sometimes that shit is a is fucking ridiculous. course college. Like, yeah, college like, course. I spent a solid weekend in that in that spreadsheet that I sent you on all of those different yeah. states. It was ridiculous. I know. It was a lot of reading. Dude, I spent like 20 <laughs> hours I, a week at work I just reading I, through Rick. I'm kidding. I, <laughs> Full disclosure, if you work at FSU, that is not the case. But my point being is you, you, you look at some of these things. There is so much fucking information yeah. that these people have to go through that taking up hunting once just I don't no. believe is enough. It can't, it, it I think it's work. a good first step, but we got to start doing more. And, and here's the thing. Maybe you don't, you don't yeah. reach 50 people. Right, no. but maybe you find one person who's willing to do what they need to. They're like, "Hey, I'm willing to drive two hours in the middle of the freaking morning at one a.m. Yeah, to hunt one, public yeah. land in Georgia with because two hours of sleep, right? Two hours of sleep with the way we work. And you yeah. find that one person, and you and you take that person and you invest in them, and that's kind of what I'm doing with you. You know, you're yeah. willing to come down here. I've got the resources down here that you don't have up there. Yeah. I can, I can, uh, I can, I can shorten the learning curve, and you're gonna have a better op- at the same time. I, you're gonna have a better opportunity down here on ducks. Yeah, taking the waterfowl specific. I think we've got to do a better job of saying I'm only going to impact one person, but that one person can also impact the other. Statistically person. speaking, is going to have at least two kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those two kids are going to statistically speaking have two kids if if the numbers hold up. Yeah. So within two generations, I've not only taking taken myself and one person. That's I've taken right. myself, one person, his two kids, and his four grandkids. Yep. And, and, and that's not even including the people that are surrounded by him. Right. And who are asking them questions right. and who want to come. Right. So you have that whole other equation. Your in. buddy wants yeah. to learn how to hunt. The His entry his entry might be simply that he heard a coworker going, yeah, boy, I'm getting off at 5 o'clock. We're going deer hunting, <laughs> right. Yeah. Woo! And, dude, I'm in not in the most conservative place either for that stuff. So, I mean, I have a vegan sitting right across. I, she's awesome, though. Yeah. But, but it's funny because me and her respect each other. She'll kind of she'll bump my head sometimes and I'll just chuckle. But like, yeah, but she, it's really cool. I can talk to her and she understands what's going on because she understands that I, I am, I am. And that's, I think that's the big thing with her since she's a vegan is that she's, she knows that I'm ethical. Well, let's not, right? go, let's not go down that path. Well, no, 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 no. You want to go down that path? No, you no, want to no. chase that rabbit? I don't want to chase a rabbit because, okay. because that's <laughs> that a long bite. rabbit. It is a very we went, long rabbit. We went headlong into this episode yeah. and I meant to start off with stories. <laughs> so, so let's, let's bring this right, up no, from 4,000 right, so, people. So, so, my, so, so my reason for saying that is, is that there's, that she respects my, me because I'm ethical about what I'm doing. I am not breaking the law in no means, and I'm and I'm not going to pull that trigger on something I know that I can possibly possibly harm that thing. So I, there's respect. Thing. I'm just saying, like the you you will see people that are completely different in the views, but they will also respect you as well. And I think that needs to be said as well. Like you you, yeah. you have to you, ha- you have to personify yourself in a way that's that that, that yes. other people can understand what you're doing. I think to refine that statement and make it more applicable to what we're talking about now, you would say that you need to present yourself in a place ah, that, you you can, yeah, pres- that you can yeah. that you can influence other people. Yes, regardless yes. of them being vegan. Well, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, it, I might I might have the idea of oh god, you know what? I'd I love to be able to harvest my own meat, right? Yeah. And then and then they they're like, well, what do I do? Oh shit, this is a seven hundred page uh, fishing and hunting <laughs> manual. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, screw it. And then and then they literally hit you know. Two months later, they're sitting there, and and Derek, the architect behind them, is like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna come out and duck hunt this evening. Yeah, does that work? Okay, cool." And he hangs up the phone, and that guy's like, "Okay, cool. I can ask that guy a yeah. question, right?" Yeah. 
So my my and willingness. That's, I think that's exactly what happened. He came up to me and he heard me talking. And he's like, "Man, I love to go deer hunting." I've had it happen at work. Yeah. I literally had a coworker at work just the other day go, "I would really like to talk to you about hunting. I've always wanted to do it my entire life, and I love to talk." And you're always talking about it at work. And I was like, "Okay, first off, the fact that you said that <laughs> is not a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I need to tell my yeah. boys to quit calling me in the middle of the day." But that's you, Layton. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things that you don't know how much those different influences are going are to have an effect yeah. on people. So presenting, so by introducing a hunter, you're not just affecting those kids, man, and you're affecting the image of a lot yeah, of people Yeah, and especially well. the open office that we right. have. We don't have any walls in our office, so it is, right. man. Yeah, every, I got, I got every, my office. Every, yeah, I know. I know you do. I got it's a nice. I did have now. my office, but <laughs> I do. I have a window office. Yeah, yeah. Moving to the little corner office. Yeah, nice. now. Look at you, buddy. Yeah, moving boy. up in the world. You're still working for the man, though. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Got 164 <laughs> vacation hours a year, though. Oh, son. Hey, look at that. We're talking about PTO. We're so old. What? <laughs> We're talking about PTO. We're so old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talking about not being relative to, or, or relevant to the next I generation. love my 160 hours, boy. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cash that out one I'm day and buy myself a, a boat. <laughs> gone for two months, man. See ya. <laughs> oh, oh man. Well, so we dove, we dove straight into that. Yeah. And I really meant hey, for that to be the tail of the conversation. I did. You took us down there. It, hey, listen, uh, a good thought came to my mind. Yep. I knew you were going to be a good personality for everybody to listen to. But I feel like we ought to shift gears, and we ought to talk about something <sighs> maybe a little more lighthearted. Yep. Okay? So yeah, that's kind of heavy. It, it is heavy. But right off the but, bat, man. But, and it was right off the bat. In that regard, I kind of regret it a little bit. But it's something we need to be talking about. Yeah. We is. are bleeding hunters. Conservation agencies, more more most importantly, the, the state agencies across this country, which rely on the Pittsman-Robertson and the uh, Dingle-Johnson money, hmm. are, are suffering because that money is not going into their pockets. Okay? Mm-hmm. We have to start recruiting the next generation. Yeah. Um, so it's an important conversation. Maybe I shouldn't have done it right away. I don't know. <laughs> I'll let the I'll let the downloads tell us uh, <laughs> when I drop this. But let's let's shift gears, okay? Who's what's your favorite uh, hunting show, hunting fishing show? Man, see that's I don't have one, dude. No, no. You don't like hunting fishing shows? No, I do. But man, I if I said put some shit on the TV right now, what would you put on there? Whatever you put on, whatever. No, no, no. I, because no, man, no, I, that, that 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 completely defies what I just said. I said if I told you. To put something on the TV, what would you pull up? See, that's I don't know, man. I really yeah. don't watch that many hunting shows and stuff. Yeah, me neither. I don't. I, I can't. I got honestly, like two, I, I really, got two or three I really, I, people are probably gonna bust my balls, but I really cannot name a show because I just don't spend time watching shows or watching. Well, I watch a show, yes, but not watching hunting shows and not watching that. Um, and maybe I should. Maybe I should spend more time and energy. You know. That's also another way of learning. Uh, but also, man, I feel like that's so product-based. Every time I watch a show, we watch, we watch <laughs> a show today, dude. Isn't it? That B-roll of all the L.L. Bean literally took up like a third or – no, not even that. Probably three-fourths of the time of them. And I just I just can't do it, man. And no, and then they will they will pan over to like their hunting like like what kind of tight shoes they're wearing like the, you know and, and their clothes and da 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 da. I'm like man, I don't want the branding. I, I, that's not what I'm here for. I don't care about the brand. Obviously, they have to make money somehow. I'm not ripping them, but I'm just saying that's not what I that's not what I'm after. So I can't, man. And 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 listen and now listen to all these podcasts and like you know, working class bow hunter. I listen to them now. And and they're dropping a fucking Steve Purvis. Earlier. I did. I did. Well, man, man, they're awesome, dude. I'm he's listening like, to him. He we're sitting there somewhere, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you." I, <was> <laughs> I can't help it. They're, they're up, awesome, man. man. Well, they're just like us, dude. Just shooting the shit, man. Yeah. But except blue collar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you but, see where I posted my photo and they're working in their group clothes group the other day? Some dude was like, he's like, post a co- post a selfie of your blue of your blue collar today, and I just so happened to be wearing a, oh, a button down yeah. shirt that was blue collar, and and, and working class bow hunter commented, they're, they're like, that's the wrong kind of collar, you don't belong here, or something like that. I was like, oh. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, man. I like I said, like you know, listen to them, and they're and the, one of their questions is like, what is your favorite person that you've watched before on a show or whatever? And I'm sitting there going. I literally cannot pick one person. I I don't have a name. Like I, I never I never spent time and energy watching those shows, you know. So I think I'm like a different generation. I don't know if it's bad or good. You know, who's that's somebody else's opinion to tell me. You know. What I mean? So have you ever so watched Have you ever watched the Hunting Public? No. When I haven't spent any time and energy watching a hunting show, that is why. So, I, but here's the thing. The Hunting Public Podcast has one sponsor. They show it like one time an episode, and it's done. Oh, and cool. they just kill shit on public land. Nice. I mean, they wear it out. As a matter of fact, they were in Alabama just like two weeks ago. Oh, cool. 
And I've also been hearing a lot about the uh, even you. Hell, you said to me last sometime last year about the people out bow hunting in, uh, in the suburban Atlanta. So I mean, I you know, and I still I'm like, damn, I really I really need to go watch that. I just haven't like every time I get home after. Yeah, every time I get home, I'm so bummed. I'm so not bummed out, burned out that I'm just like, you know what? I just want to chill. <laughs> so I totally forget about you know what I really wanted to look at. So turkey hunting. Oh, nice. That is what this weekend has been all about. First time turkey hunting. Yes, first time turkey hunting. Yeah. Yep. First time in Florida. First time yep. turkey hunting. First yep. time on the podcast. Period. First time. A lot of firsts. Your, yeah. Popping a lot of cherries. Yep. What'd you think so far? I had a blast, man. Yeah. I was learning, learning the whole time. Uh, yeah, we got skunked, but dude, that end, man, it had that when it had when he had that rush, we had that gobbler call back, or maybe it was a gobbler, maybe it was a hen, but when we had it, when he had call back, I was like, oh shit, oh shit. How would that have been a hen? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. My bad. No, that was a gobbler. That was dumb. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, it was very. This dumb. Is, folks, this is why you need to mentor. Yeah, people, well, <laughs> gobblers don't hen. Uh, hens don't gobble. Uh, oh man, he, uh, <laughs> he busted my balls on that one. I totally, I totally missed. Sorry, guys. I can't I totally wait for Leighton to hear that one. Yeah. He's gonna be like, you can never have. Oh, we can never back there back on this podcast. He's he's a dumbass. <laughs> but why the hell does he hen? I have no idea. I don't know either, man. Right. I just, I just, I think I'm just going off. My mind is working too fast. I think so. Slow down. Take when the gob, when it gobbled, when the gobbler gobbled back, it was badass. It was awesome. We were like, "Oh shit, oh shit." We kind of had a we kind of had a, a tough hunt in it was, the sense it that was, it was a rough. We didn't rough have any it. noise. Oh. We didn't hear a signal. Actually, no, that's a lie. We heard a shit ton of birds. This wasn't the right bird, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, wrong species. <laughs> whole lot, whole lot of songbirds, not a whole lot of turkeys. No, we we went to the first spot. We walked uh, the the point six nine miles to get back there. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And while we're there. We didn't have a single bird make any noise. Nah, dude. Until the very end, and we had. I'm not some gonna lie. I was kind of talking. Yeah, to us. I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was, it was, it was getting kind of bummed. But he's like, you know what, Derek? Just focus on what he's doing. Like, like, just focus on what's going on and like what the thought process needs to be to do this. And we were moving, dude. Yeah. So running I mean, gun, straight yeah. running gun. So we were on public land, hunting this river bottom, and uh, when the birds didn't talk, we didn't just like bang our heads up against the wall and try and make them talk. We just got in the truck, drove to a different part of the property, got out. Went, tried to find birds, couldn't find them, got in the truck. And we rinsed and repeated this four times. We went to three different pieces of pro- public land this morning, which is a lot of miles. A lot of them, miles, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got to the final spot today where we finally heard birds, and that's where we're going to uh, actually set pack up in the morning. Uh, we Yep, I think we found a roost. Um, the, we have had some heavy, heavy rains, and I think a lot of the bark was stained white, but uh, there wasn't a whole lot of fresh. But we get there at like nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like nine thirty. Right? And there was people there. We so we saw some trucks. Yeah, there was still, still a couple <laughs> people there. We got. A, we're walking down the path at one point, <laughs> and all of a sudden in front of us here. Going, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, what the hell is like, that? And, and me knowing, uh, me like, a, you, you even said a city hunter, a city guy. Yeah, I was like, there's no way, shit, that's a real. Yeah. I was like, what is? This? I was like, man, what is this? And then it's like, <laughs> and it just keeps going. I'm like, I was what? Like, dude, the world? This, there, there's no way. And this <laughs> dude had just sat there, and we sat there for like a solid. Yeah, we were there for about a couple minutes. Yeah, right? we were there for and about two minutes. And he never freaking stopped. No. Calling and and I and I like I went Derek, that is what you don't do. I, I really like, what I really wanted to do. I didn't tell you. I was like I just hope he calls back. I hope I hope Walt <laughs> calls back and is talking to this guy. This guy's like got you know. I know that's so bad. I know that's really bad on public land. You shouldn't be doing that. It's not ethical. But it would have been hilarious. Oh my god. Well, I mean, he's only like making our hunting easier because yeah. because we went because we, we were listening. We to, out. Well, we were yeah. listening to see if some if, if another if another gobbler right. was calling back and right. nothing was calling and back. Nothing was calling back. So then we backed out to the road, shot down four hundred yards. You could still hear that d- damn yeah, fool out still there. Y'all, 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 man, y'all, he, was, y'all. he was echoing through the woods. Man, it was right. ridiculous. So we we come down the ri- river. He's up on this pine flat. We come back to this and river bottom and you hit it. We get. 20 feet oh off God. the road. And I'm like, let's oh just call and see what happens down here. Oh. Y'all, y'all, we get halfway through the second y'all. <laughs> and he just goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's real. That's <laughs> you know, like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and and, and the, funny, the funniest thing about it is literally, y'all, you would have thought somebody had shot at Derek. He hit the ground so fast. I mean, this dude <laughs> straight up. I mean, the bird was probably like 100 yards away. I like froze it. I went and down he the just, ground. he just goes, boom, commando. <laughs> and he's looking at me. And I was like, and he's like, and it was almost as if you were looking at me like to confirm that that was a talk. Like, like oh. Walter, tell me I heard I was like, what I tell me, I just tell heard. me I'm not a dumbass right now for like, for like getting down and off fours. Like, you know, just. 
getting the lowest possible so this bird can't see me. And I'm like, I was like, please tell me that this thing's real. But, like, in my heart, I knew, dude. There's like, yeah. when, it, when it hit back, I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so so we're sitting there. You got a stool in hand because you don't have a vest yet. You got a shotgun. You got a couple calls. I told you that's those at home. And uh, that what? But yeah, so we're we're sitting there, and you don't have a, we don't have our face masks on. We don't have our gloves on. We're the thermosel just we're got cranked on. I mean, like we're not <laughs> ready. Keep in mind, we haven't heard a single gobble all morning. So we get down there, y'all, y'all, go, go, go. We hit the ground. Derek starts putting his stuff on. Uh, the the funniest thing was watching you go into panic mode, and it was you could tell that you and by no means am I a season hunter, no. but I say panic mode is strong. I just went to shock. Like, oh shit! Like you know, well, that, by I panic mode down. though, I went like you were instead of being methodical about putting stuff on, make sure it was done. You were like rushing through, like gotta find my gloves, gotta find my gloves, and and and, and I recognized that, and I was like, hey, slow down, put them on right. You've got time because you don't have very much time. But if you're only focused on the fact that I've got to get this done quick, yeah. you're you're something. You know, you're yeah. Not at that point thing. in time in my life, the only thing that I was knew what I had to do was get that shit on <laughs> so as, as, as fast as possible. So at this point, you know, you get your stuff on, and we get down in this little bottom trying to find this bird, and he never talked to us again. Nope. Never said it. You word. saw him. I could not see him. I could not. <laughs> the see way that, that I was set up, and anybody who hunts and river bottoms down in the south knows you've got like these like s- these dominant oak canopies like these sweet gum oak canopies and then you've got all these little scrub trees all through it like these real thin spindly trees and every once in a while they line up to where you can see a good distance and it just so happened that i could see uh some hens off to the right that were moving i think they're hens because they never like swelled up and then off to the left there was one big fan i couldn't tell you what beard he was because he was like 100 yards out uh, but he was sitting there, like, you know, fanning back and forth, pushing with these hens. So that obviously wasn't the bird that we heard because the one we heard no. was a lot closer. Yeah, it was a lot closer, um, and it was to the right. I yeah. was still left. Yeah. So it, it was it was cool, though. It was fun. You know, it it was encouraging yeah, because – Very encouraging because we haven't we – we literally didn't hear anything no, all morning. No, all and it was – Except for those hens, and that just isn't, you know, one of those things that – builds confidence in what you're doing, you yeah. know. Uh, that, that is hunting. Oh, yeah. I get that. That is hunting. But this will be my third hunt in a row this year that I didn't hadn't heard anything up until that. And it's been really weird what has been going on in this area. Well, it seems that was a common thing today because Leighton didn't hear anything apparently this morning either, right? No, Leighton, Leighton heard things. Oh. Leighton heard things early, and then once they got off the roost, they shut up. Okay. So, you, obviously, it's, you know, difficult to hunt a bird and thick stuff that you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't hear. Uh, but we walked this river bottom, and there's a nice, uh, like, old, old uh, ATV trail that we walked, and it wraps all the way around. And we didn't see a single boot track in any of the mud that was there. No. So nobody was willing to get down in those, in those bottoms. But we did see some promising use that when we coming back out, we saw the dusting bowl. Yeah. And then we saw the, the uh, oh, man, where he was shaking the leaves up and stuff. That was really Yeah, cool. where he was scratching. Scratching, yeah. He was scratching around feeding. Uh, <clears throat> he is strong. We don't know which bird was doing that, but there oh, was yeah. definitely yeah, there was this little mound, and you could tell that these birds were dusting up there. It was a then, bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it was fun nonetheless. Um, I, I was encouraged. I think if we go back in there in the morning, I'm still – there's still a part of me that wants to go back to a different piece of property uh, that I haven't taken you to that I'm pretty confident on, mm-hmm. um, especially with the warmer temps tomorrow. But see, here, herein lies what we were talking about earlier, to trust in you. So, like, I mean, obviously I'm down for whatever you do because you know more than me. So I feel like that always comes back into play. Well, guys, this has been an awesome podcast. It's kind of been a little more laid back. No guest uh, dropping some knowledge bombs, more just Derek and I bullshitting. Recapping our weekend. Maybe tomorrow we'll record another one where we kind of talk about uh, – maybe we should. Maybe we ought to talk tomorrow about just kind of recapping the whole weekend. Like, yeah, wh- try to stay on, yeah, try to stay like w- – yeah. what was the situation? What, what sure. happened? What did we do? Yeah, have some direction to work <clears> How can we better – the whole to serve our communities. No, I'm kidding. Uh, sorry, I'm watching too many politics. <laughs> Guys, if you enjoy this podcast, do us a favor. Go to iTunes. Leave us a rating or a review. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And join our, our closed group, Chasing Tall Tales, on Facebook. That is, uh, I think we've hit 300 and something members now in there. I think nice. 322 members. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, that's a great place for you to... Uh, connect with other people who listen to the show, uh, get uh, insider information to things that you don't know about yet. We mm-hmm. drop podcast ideas. We ask Q&A questions. All of our questions now that are submitted by listeners come from that group. 
So if you want to be somebody who's contributing to the podcast, if you want to be part of the Chasing Tales Outdoors Nation, Chasing Tall Tales is the closed group you need to add yourself to. Until next time, I'm your host, Walter. Derek Varnum. Oh, the no. guest. <laughs> what am I supposed to say there? What no, that was good. That's okay. good. Derek okay. Varnum, the guest. The guest. <laughs> <laughs> The person doesn't know what he's doing. Twenty pounds. Yeah. No. Hey, uh, now the way you said that I was like. Anyways, we're not gonna go down. Here, Arnum. Here in the red corner. <laughs> Tail of the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Trophy tape. <Yeah. laughs> oh, y'all, y'all be oh, good. Bye.